Right, Grant, so please. <laughs> I thought I got out of it quickly. <laughs> oh, thanks very much. Um, we're actually going to do something a little bit different today. We, we're going to give you a preach in stereo. You'll see how it goes. Cassie's <laughs> going to share with me as we go along. Um, right, let's, let's start. Uh, oh, uh, this is something that's been building for since Rodney and Katrina came. And um, I, me, I can be fairly skeptical. And um, about uh, two months ago, the elder said, look, we're having a meeting in uh, Rodney and Canoe, we're going to come share with you guys. So, you know, I'm, when, when, often when a, a, um, someone prophetic stands up, it's very exciting. I'm, I'm always sitting, sitting, saying, God, just speak to me. I just want to hear it, you know. I want to hear what, nothing, you know, it's not like, I don't want to hear generic stuff. I want to hear God's talking specifically to me. And that, that's great. So, Writing a call. Grant and Catherine, come up. We're going to pray for you. Uh, uh, no, I think it was us separately. He calls me up, and Rodney says to me, Grant, you're like this, and this is, this is what God wants you to do. And, of course, you know, he doesn't know me. So for him to say, this is what you like, was great, because I, mean, I knew it. That is me. You know, so he's, he doesn't know me, so this is God speaking. And this is what I want you to do. Say, yes, that's, what I feel, that's exactly what I've been feeling God's telling me anyway. So then he hands the mic to Katrina, and Katrina says something. <laughs> and, uh, of course, it just goes over my head. And um, I have a scribe that lives with me. <laughs> and we get home, and... And she, oh, she, she, she says, um, he, I, I, Rodney said to me, oh, that's great. Said, Did you hear what Karina said to you? I said, no. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she said, well, this is what Karina said to you. And uh, of course, I, uh, it, 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 was a directional, it was a directional thing. And I thought, okay, right, yeah, well, uh, let's get on with life. Um, I like what Rodney said. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the week goes by and... I'm just feeling something in my heart, and God starts sharing something with me, and I stop, oh, gee, because I get this picture, and I'm getting this, this dream, and it all starts coming together. I haven't clicked what, um, what's written down yet. And um, eventually Catherine said, do you know what God's showing you is what Katrina said to you? Katrina said to you. I said, my golly, I didn't actually click because I didn't actually hear what she said. <laughs> and it's not, it wasn't so easy either, so I, have, I can't put this all together. And um, so I thought, okay, I know what God's dealing with me. I need to deal with issues. I need these things I need to deal with. And it, it's, not, it's not simple. So, but then I say, you know, I was digging in a little bit, digging in a little bit, and um, I thought God said, you know what, this is not just for you. It's for us as, as a body as well. So I approached Cassie, and I said, Cassie, this, this is what I'm feeling. 
And he says, oh, that's great. Is this a share? Is this a preach? I said, I don't know. <laughs> so go and speak to, to Ruan. So I go to Ruan. And, I, and now by this time, I've got stuff on paper. It's a hell of a jumble. But it's just the idea I've got on paper. And I invite um, Ruan around. And I tell him the whole thing. And he says, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. We'll see where that fits in. Okay, now you'll see where, where, where that, that decision I'm going, okay, okay. Oh, he goes, week goes by, another week goes by. That's, I'm thinking, okay, I'm off the hook. <laughs> I don't have to preach this. Uh, and uh, a week ago he phones me and says, Grant, you're on. Oh, couldn't you, couldn't you just tell me the day before? <laughs> That's now I've got a lead up. Anyway, what did Trina tell me? Do you want to say something, Cousin? No. <laughs> please, please tell us what Trina told you. <laughs> it's a long build up. <laughs> we're, we're, just, we're just hanging there. Please tell us what did she <laughs> It was quite simple. She says, I want you to lay down everything. Okay, okay, right. And now this was separate to what, I, what God was telling me. And this way this morning comes down to you. What God was telling me was to start surrendering stuff. Now, this is not like I have these big issues in my life that are crushing me, but it was a total surrender of stuff. You know, Karina says, lay down, Karina, the message was, lay down, lay down everything, everything. So I started looking back and saying, okay, so what, am I got to, what have I got to surrender? You know, I feel like things are going well, you know. <laughs> Um, and I started looking at my life and saying, what have I got to surrender? So I didn't actually, I forgot to tell you, babe, I, I, I need your help. <laughs> you just put your book down for a second. What I want to come across this afternoon is, is I want to, you can't do this without God's love, and you can't do it without you stepping forward as well. And what I wanted you to feel this morning is I wanted you to feel God's love for you and your response to that. So, and, and I've done it before, but <laughs> it's in a hug. That's what I feel God wants, wants to bring forward this morning, is a hug and a surrender. You can sit. <laughs> There's no, for me, there's no better way of demonstrating what God wants to do in that Catherine coming to me and giving me that hug and saying, it's like, it's okay. Everything's going to be okay. Let it go. And what I didn't do, because I wasn't thinking, is I just need to carry my bag quickly. <laughs> come on, that's so beautiful. Let me, um, Grant, if I could just come in here for a moment. Um, so... Um, as, as most of you are seeing, we're trying to work this out, how we're going to do this in tandem and, um, and how we're going to do this together. And what I have on, on my heart this, this moment, as, we, as we're looking at the hug and we're hearing this, this, this message, uh, the, the intro concerning surrender, is can we maybe just for a moment just become quiet before the Lord? Yeah, can we do that? So, um, Lord Jesus, as, um, as, as, as you are communicating your desire to express love to us, your desire for us to feel your hug and to, and, to, and to let go because of that, to trust you because of that. 
Lord, we pray that by your Spirit right now, you will come around everyone in this building, even everyone who is listening to this message, and you will embrace them as if you were physically present giving them a hug. And we just trust you for that. Every person, every person experiencing your love, your care, your comfort, your encouragement saying, it's going to be all right. You don't have to remain in control for it to be all right. We thank you for that, Jesus. Amen. Now, when we're talking about surrender, my first, when the subject sort of first came up to me, I thought surrender is, and I see it, I saw it in almost in military terms. You've lost the war. Your enemy has taken over. You're on your knees, and you have a gun to your head. That's not the surrender we're talking about. The surrender we are talking about is letting go. Higher up. Yeah. Um, it's us laying down what we are holding and giving it, giving it to Jesus. Um, it's giving it all back to him. What do you say, Kazi? Absolutely. Yeah, I think the um, as 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 I was meditating on the on the surrender theme as well, I was I was seeing the dance thing. You know, um, it's like um, uh, somebody inviting you for the dance, and 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 the lady, um, at least in the context that we are uh, or I find myself in, the the the, the man would be uh, leading the dance. And the lady would be following. And, um, and, uh, and for them both to enjoy the dance, it's important to know who's leading this and who's following this. The, the person who's following can't do nothing. She needs to respond. She needs to respond all the time. She needs to anticipate and go with. And then, and then it becomes beautiful. Um, um, so, so surrender is not just floppy there and now the, the, the guy needs to carry the girl around. And I don't think this is an appropriate time to demonstrate this. But I mean, just imagine, this, this will be such a drag, you know? <laughs> and, 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 and Jesus doesn't want to drag us along. He wants to dance along. Um, and, 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 and so the question is, this moment, as the Lord feels your hand in his, your and my hand into our hand in this, is does he feel an easy, I go this way and that way? Or does it like, hey, I need to, I need to be, and, 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 it's, and it's all kinds of, I, I get stuck all the way. And, 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 and I mean, this is obviously just an example of what the Lord is doing. And, and, and when Grant is, 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 is preaching and bringing examples, just see yourself in whatever example Grant uses. Is, am I relaxed in the hand of the Savior? Does he experience me as engaged? anticipating, able to stop, to turn easily. So he asked me early on, I said, there's no ways I'm demonstrating that. <laughs> With Catherine, it's not going to go well. <laughs> so why do we need to surrender our lives? Any answers? Why do we need to surrender ourselves to Jesus? Trust. Sorry, real. It exists. It, it, it absolutely does. Any other? We don't have what it takes. 
We don't have good facts. We don't. Okay. I've got, I've got, we are called to holiness. Uh, but the problem is that I stand in the way of God's everything. You know, I need to be more like God, less like me. Um, we need to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. You know, and this nice little weight I'm, I'm, have, I'm holding on is, a, is I need to think differently. And I need God to be in control, not me. Um, God wants to restore you so that you can serve and reflect his love. Um, a while ago, last week or two weeks ago, during worship, God showed me uh, an ice cream. And he said, we are the ice cream. And I, I, saw, and it would, it's, I saw a soft serve. And you know, the guy sitting with the machine there, and he's pouring out. And what, he said, what flavor do you want? He says, oh, you know, most of us, well, we just want it all. Give me the vanilla and the chocolate, you know, together. Each one of us is a flavor in that, in that soft serve. And we are poured out for other people. And only after looking at this and, 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 and um, thinking about it, did I realize, remember the one scripture that said, um, well, what did it say? Um, <laughs> it says, God says, come and taste that I am good. I mean, it's a bit of an odd scripture. But then it suddenly realized, hang on, that's, that's when, when, when people need to experience God, they experience it through his people. They walk in here, and they must taste God. They mustn't taste me. They're going to taste it through me, and they're going to taste a flavor through me, because I cannot, I'm not God, but I can reflect, I can reflect his, I can reflect his attributes, I can reflect his love. Okay, so this, this is the one thing that when, when we walked, Catherine and I walked, a year and a half walked into, in here, we'd visited many other churches, and we experienced what we felt was God's love for us, and it was through us. Okay, so now I'm going to ask you, what flavor are you? And we all think, chocolate, vanilla, but let's go to bitter aloo. <laughs> Ain't so nice. It's not nice. You need to be giving of God's flavor. Not, and God, and people must, that's what people have got to come in and taste you. Yeah. yeah, so I, th I think the, the, the question, um, as Grant is sharing this, this um, picture about the flavors, is if, God, uh, if people taste of you and me, how much of God and what God has designed us to, to be are they tasting? Or are they tasting the bitter aloe that shouldn't be there? You know, the eye that is in the way. Are they tasting Jesus? Like, nice? Or, or, or is, that a, is that a dream? But it's actually quite yucky. 
There's, there's too much sand in here. There's too, there's too much. And, 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 and in the surrender, what Jesus is saying, you know what? <laughs> it's not to belittle you, but if you are standing in the way, people can't taste me and they can't get to the nice, which I do want to give through your life. Won't you, won't you bend the knee? Won't you let go and allow them to taste the beauty of me through you? And obviously, then they'll appreciate you too. Mm. So, um, so Jesus doesn't just want to do this overwhelming Jesus flavor and you dis disintegrate. It's like, how does Jesus in you taste like? And for everyone, it's going to have a little bit of you in there, but a surrendered you will be a beautiful flavor. Mm. And, and, and the resistant one, well, obviously... Oh, yeah, it's, I'm not going to even put an example in there. It's not no, going to be exactly. nice. It's, not, it's just not going to be nice. It's, it's settled for it's not going to be nice. So, 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 so as I'm preaching here, I'm carrying a bag. Okay. You, you, you saw it when I picked it up. You've probably now forgotten about it. But no. <laughs> but you're experiencing me with the bag. And it's going to become normal eventually. Um, and we're going to get there. Okay, so what, what holds you back from letting go, from surrendering? The comments? Control. We want to be in control. Absolutely. Okay, that is, that, that, that's, my, <laughs> that's my comment. I want to be in control. I can deal with this. It's not too heavy. I can deal with it. Any other comments? Comfort. Comfort. Pride. Pride. Fear. Fear. All the things we hang on to, that we're comfortable with, that we get comfortable with. Uh, I'm not carrying 10 tons on me where I'd be squashed, but I'm carrying enough to slow me. Okay, my, when I sat down and looked at this, and I looked at my life for a long period of time, I am generally like to be in control and control the narrative. Where am I going? How am I getting there? Every circumstances, because that's what I've been told my whole life. If you're not, oh yeah, this was a, if you're not planning, you're gonna get nowhere. And, 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 and I'm saying no. <laughs> I've always said no. You know, but the back of my mind has always been saying, you, you know, you're going nowhere unless you've got this got, got this story. God's narrative is not like that. And this is one one of the things that I say is about surrendering. Surrendering for me was, is one of, a big one of control because I need to let go. Um, and letting go, uh, <laughs> not so easy. So I've, I've learned, I've so looking back, I've learned that, that my life with Jesus is not about the end goal. I mean, that's part of my story was I did things correctly as a youngster, right from an early age. I did things, I mean, I was naughty. I was not about that one. I did things correctly. I got confirmed in the Anglican church because 
Well, if you're not, you're going to hell. Okay, okay I better fix that. Okay. Um, I got married because it was the right thing to do, and I'm in control. <laughs> I also got born again because it was the right thing to do. And because if you're not born again, you're going to hell. <laughs> so uh, this, 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 these are things that I'm doing to control my life. But no one, told, not, no one told me that this is not about the end goal. This is about from here to when I die, to when I go back to Jesus. What's going to happen in that period there? Am I going to crawl that period? Am I going to run that period? It's all about what happens here. What is my life going to be with Jesus in this period? And that I didn't understand then. You know, I thought, oh, we just keep going until that point. It's cool. I'm going to, I, uh, I, I'm born again, I made it over there. It's not the point. The point is now. So, what are we doing to sort ourselves out now? Not wait till the end. All right, I'm just seeing, just checking, does anyone say anything? <laughs> My big bold lettering is says, it's no longer I but you. That's what I need to keep telling myself. It's no longer me. I've got to start surrendering stuff out of my life. And it's not, it's not a basic process. Because this, goes, this is just, just levels of forgiveness, levels of surrender. Um, Galatians 2.20 I've been crucified with Christ. And I looked at that saying, I'm going to replace the crucified with surrendered. Jesus surrendered his life at that point. I need to surrender my life as well. And that is a final one dead Everything was at that point of surrender, of crucifixion. Crucified with Christ. I'm no longer, it is no longer I who live, for Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. There's no room for baggage in that. There's no room to hang on to stuff. I need to start letting go of stuff. That really started hurting, too. <laughs> We've got to surrender. Now, there's, as you can see, there's one word I want you to remember when you walk out here today. Surrender. And I'm going to, in a little while, I'm going to show you the process that I went through, that I've been going through for a long time, and it's not just now, it's been the last 30 years and, but only now when, when I sat down at some point and said, okay, I'm going to put it down, I'll show you where, I was gone, where I've been. 2 Peter, 5. Sorry, did I get to do that wrong? 1 Peter, 5. I, I, I'm not good on notes. <laughs> Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, 
so that at the proper time he may exalt you, casting, surrendering, all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. Letting go the stuff that bothers you, that hinders you, that drags you down. Tassie spoke two weeks ago on chains. It's part of, this is the part of the same process. The stuff that binds you, the stuff that holds you. And it is only, it's not what you think. The bag is not what you think. It's just a surrender. Just checking, Kathy. Yeah, I think the, um, as, I, as, I, as I'm considering these scriptures of um, come to me, um, everybody who's uh, weary and heavy laden, um, um, surrender as, as Christ, uh, humble yourselves. Um, the, the question obviously is how do we do it practically? I don't know if there's maybe a practical example. I'm thinking of, of, some, of some, some practical examples, but, but I mean, this, this has to do with, I actually would like to go in a specific direction, but then I'm not because I surrender or I lay down. So maybe if you, if, if you can give us a few practical handles, or just something that you, that you think. Sorry, what I did was I sort of jumped ahead, jumped ahead here, and I actually missed one of my scriptures. I actually want to go back to it, because it is important. So Matthew 11. Okay. I, I've read this many times. Oh, so many times. Come to me, all who labor on heavenly burden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and I will find and you will find rest in your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I'll get back to you now. It's the first three words that jumped out at me. Jesus didn't come and say, You see that issue you've got? Oh, come here, I'm gonna take it from you. I have to make that first step. He said, come to me. I'm going to come. And I'm going to put it down. Come on. That's good. What he's going to give me in return will be without the weight. <laughs> because... His burden is, because his burden is light. This way, this is no effort for me to carry. The weight, the sting has been taken out of it. Um, now that you asked me about an example, it's sort of gone straight over my head. <laughs> no, I was just thinking, um, your process of even coming, um, coming here from the free state or or going before you, before you went up, whether they were maybe um, some things where you just, you had different plans, and then, um, and then, and then the Lord came in and said, no, uh, it has to go this way. For example, uh, I'm thinking of when, when I wanted to get married, I had a specific girl in mind and a way that it had to go, where the Lord actually confronted me. I had to let go of a relationship, wait on him, and eventually the Lord really stepped in and gave Marty to me. And I, and I was thinking like maybe... Maybe there are one or two examples like that. I, I, suppose, I suppose a big one for us was actually coming down here. You know, we've, we, we've been living in the free state for 13 years. Kids have grown up there, everything. And 
it got to a point where I, God said to me, it, it's time to go home, time to come back to Cape Town. You know, there were circumstances and letting go, I mean, we had, it was, we had it really nice up there. Letting go and coming back down here with no prospects, no nothing. We just know that, you know, this, we, you need to come down, we can come back to Cape Town. And I very felt, I felt very confident in that, that what God had for me, had for us as a family. And I say, and, you know, we, we, had a, we had a community up there, a really close, a real community. We all lived within a couple of houses of each other on a farm, and we had the same thing. Uh, oh, no, what, what, <laughs> real community. <laughs> and we had a different type of community. <laughs> and... I laid down, coming, I, I just went, let go, because God is in control. I can't control the situation. I have to let it, I have to let go. And we had a word from someone, and someone said, uh, one of our, our, our friends, and our friend said, there's a community, and these were exact words, there's a community waiting for you. But we didn't sit back, we didn't look at ourselves where we were as a community, as a bunch of people all doing the same thing, having a church and that thing. It was just, that's just the way it was. He said, there's a community waiting for you, unknowing how we as Josh Chen operate, how we work as communities and that sort of And testimonies are so great because you can look back and you can see what God's done. And God put these things in place like that, bam, 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 bam. And it was so fantastic to be standing here and actually testifying about what God has done, the right work the right place, the right church. And being in, being, sorry, I'm just going off the subject slightly. Being in Josh Jen hasn't been easy because, no, 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 no it hasn't been in a good way because we come from such a different sort of living to come into a church environment like this. And, but I can tell you that it's been Fantastic. Because where we were was no challenge. We ran a small church with our friends and 50, 60 people, and it was very easy. Here, we've had to step up <laughs> from the, probably not just one step. We're at the top. We're much higher up the ladder. And the pressures have been a lot more, and, but it's been to grow me. It's been to, to grow our family. It's been to grow our relationship. And I feel that that's what God's been calling me to do. Step up. Start surrendering stuff out of your life. You know, start moving forward. You know, it's nice, it's nice running downhill. It's not so nice running uphill. But the fitter you get, the easier it gets to run uphill. You know, the thing is, um, it, as, I, as I'm thinking about this process and this surrender, it is interesting that um, the Lord doesn't come and, and, and say everything like from start to finish. You don't have to, he, he, it's probably like our surrender process is like he starts a sentence, but you don't know how the sentence is going to end, and he's not going to tell you how it's going to end. It's just like, okay, for example, you can't stay here anymore. And then it's like, okay, I can't stay here anymore, but, but how, and, 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 and our natural response is, I want to know how it plays out before I'm going to decide whether I'm going to obey. That is, that is the flesh response. 
Mm-hmm. And, and I think the, the reality for, for many of us is you don't have to surrender to the Lord if he didn't say anything. The question is, what did he say? And, 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 and did you obey as far as he spoke? And that's the thing which we need to ser- search out all the time is, is there, is there an area, one, where he has said something and I haven't obeyed? I mean, that's obviously a, a, a conversation blocker right there. If the Lord has said something, he's not going to say anything more until we've, we've done the last thing th- th- that he said. And then obviously, I think as I'm listening to this, the question is, are we open that the Lord can speak to us about anything in our life? Or are there actually certain things where you say, Lord, this area, I don't want you to speak to me about ever again. Okay? I, I, I've been in a place like that where the hurt was just so much. I said, Lord, I'm going to follow you and everything, but I just don't want to speak about this ever again. That's, that's not a good way of going into the relationship. It has to soften at some stage. There has to be a, Lord, I'm sorry. Um, wh- won't you speak to me into the situation, actually, that you do speak? Are we open? Can we trust him? Can we trust him that, it, that when he speaks, we don't have to be in control of the last part of the sentence, um, decide whether we, are we just going to, follow on a step-by-step, day-by-day kind of way and be okay with that. Yeah. Surrendering your fears. Um, my life is not my own. I've been bought and I belong to Jesus. My life is not my own. I don't have control. I need to surrender that control. I've been bought. I'm a bond slave. The master provides for me. The master is in control of where I go, what I do, how I do it. Why am I worried? Why do I need to keep hanging on to stuff? Just in case? Yeah. Um... Can I trust Jesus for everything? Deuteronomy 32.4, the rock, his work is perfect. All his ways are just. A God of faithfulness and without iniquity, just and upright is he. His work is perfect. There should be no fear in letting go. There should be no fear in surrendering. Sometimes we're comfortable with what we have. Because it's easier to be comfortable than to address and hold on. Sometimes you don't want the issues of actually having to hold having to deal with the bag. But God says, my ways are perfect. You need to let go. Surrendering is not giving up. It's letting go to God's will. I wanted to do a small skit with, with Leon. And I sort of just jumped them on him. 
I just jumped on him while as he came in. Get them comfortable. Get them comfortable. I'm worried about his wrists. How's that doing? How's that feel? Okay. So we generally <laughs> walk around, hanging on, and off we go. We carry. I keep going. I think there's some more under there. He's coping okay. Okay, it's a bit of an extra story now. There's more at the back. <laughs> I get a bit of strain there. <laughs> but he's still going. <laughs> Let me tell you, the bricks are rather heavy at the moment. By the time he's got to this stage, by the time we've got to this stage, we are fairly ready to actually start surrendering stuff because it's not difficult, because that weighs a lot. Can he start, can he start running a race at the moment? He's going to give it a bash. He's going to get to the door. He's not going to be happy anymore. You can, you can let some stuff go. Can you see how ineffectual we're going to be when we are laden with stuff? You can let us some more. There you go. High arms. Not too bad. Do you want to hang on to that one? No, okay. <laughs> you can let that one go. What are people experiencing when they, when they walk into, when they meet you? Are they experiencing you with that? And, they, they say, and what is your, your testimony? I'm a Christian. I love God. I love Jesus. Just excuse the baggage. You, you, you are not being effective by hanging on to that. So, Kathy, would you like to comment? No? So I, I sat down and I started to look at things that I've dealt with, things I have to deal with. And I'm going to give you, <laughs> let's see how the list goes. Because it could, when I first printed it out, I thought, I better start staying stuff off there because we'll be tomorrow morning still reading stuff. <laughs> what am I surrendering? I surrender my finances. Faith that Jesus is my provider. I surrender my health for his temporary. It's from here to when I die. I surrender my mind, my thoughts. I need to be godly thoughts. I surrender my time here on earth because you have set me here for a purpose and a time. And if that time is tomorrow, Jesus, I'm happy because you set that appointment. I surrender my death. I know you know the number of days that I'll be satisfied, and, and I will be satisfied with that. I surrender my wife. Catherine didn't see this. I married the person you intended me to marry. I surrender my children. You love them more than I do. I surrender my home, for my home is in you. My house is just shelter. 
I surrender where I live and how I live. I'll be happy serving you where you lead. I surrender what people think of me. Let people see you, not me. I surrender my work. Let me, let me use the talents you have given me to bless others. I surrender my friends, bringing people into my life that will build me up, bring people in my life that will build me up in Christ. I surrender my will. Let it be more in line with yours. I surrender my past. Letting go of my, letting go of my issues every day. I surrender my future. Help me lay it all at your feet. Because I want to be where you are. I surrender my religion. May, I, may my walk with you be free from religious thinking. I surrender my goodness. At times, I rely on being good to get me through. I surrender my pride, replace it with humility. I, I surrender my shame. Set me free from which the world ties me and what my past tries to bind me. I surrender my body, how I look, good and bad. I surrender my failures. Help me let them go and get, back, and get me back onto my feet stronger than before. I surrender my wins. Let them not make me proud. And I surrender my unbelief. Times when I've thought that the situation was bigger than you. I surrender my ambition. Let me have a heart after you. What have you got to surrender? It's not what you might think. We need to live closer. We need to have a closer relationship with God. And it's less of me and more of you. And I felt Jesus saying to me when I'd gone through this, I have paid for that bag. Why are you holding it? I died so that that bag that you carry, so that you don't have to carry it. I've told you, my yoke is easy, but you have to give it to me. Yeah, I think that um, uh, many times when we, when we think um, uh, surrender or, or let go or repent, then we think of the, of the, of the, of the big bad stuff, you know? And we can maybe name two or three big bad stuff you shouldn't be having and doing and so. But I think um, if, we, if we look at the word sin, uh, because, because we are surrendering sins, right? Somehow we're surrendering stuff that Jesus paid for. I think when we look at the word sin uh, and the hamartia would be anything that misses the mark, it means like anything in your life that is not panning out like God is planning it, right? It is not where God is planning. It's not where God is seeing um, you're not moving as God is intending. That effectively is sin. And, and, and granted in a, a very nice list here where it's like, oh my hat, is, this, is, is holding on to my future or my past actually a sin? Yeah, well, it could be. 
It depends on how, how, it go, how you go about it. I mean, like how you treat with that, that entity, uh, uh, a potentially neutral entity. But, but as I'm pushing this life in a direction, whatever the direction is, that is not the Lord, I'm sinning. And, I, and, I, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I'm reminded of that scripture that says anything that is not a faith is sin. Potentially anything where you are not moving, persuaded, or, or governed by your relationship with Jesus, where he's, he's, he's speaking, and you are following, and he's leading, and you are right there, in principle, that would be sin. And those are the things that he wants to have this morning. So I, I just think that, that sin, rather than just being these three things you're not supposed to be doing, might be anything where you are missing Jesus. Can we settle on that? Amen. And that's what he wants. Amen. That's what he wants this morning. Um, and and, and let's, let's be relaxed in this because that's really what it is. It's to relax into the Lord um, rather than to, it's all, all, all stiffened up. Look, it's, 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 it, it's a big deal, but it can be easy. It's just surrender. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so I looked and I said, okay, so, so geez, what is the practical working out of what I'm actually trying to say at the end here? And uh, I came up with, I came up with, uh, three classes here. The first surrender is surrendering your life to Jesus. That first big step where you realize that it's not me, I'm missing it. I need to actually, there is someone who's in control of this whole situation. Come on. I need to surrender my life. Because nothing I've said before that matters unless you've surrendered your life. So I would like to just open up now and ask, is there anybody who feels that they haven't taken that first step and surrendered their lives? No. That's good. The second, second group of people is, as I've been talking, you felt convicted about something in your life. And you feel like there's a, there are bigger issues in your life that you've actually just sidestepped and wanted to walk around and left them alone. Because you cannot feel that you can deal with these issues in your life. And it's easier to put them to one side and carry on. But those bags will eventually run you into the ground because be, the burden is too heavy. And I felt Jesus saying, we're going to pray for people. No, no. If you feel that there are bigger issues in your life that you need to come forward and pray for, we're going to have up here the elders and we will pray for you. Then there's a third group of people, and um, a lot of us, if probably most of us, fall into this one, who feel that a little weight is not too bad. I can keep going. This is not going to slow me down too much. But this is going to change my flavor. You can carry on every day until the end, holding on 
the small things. But I feel Jesus is saying to you, I want everything. I want you to let it go. I want you to surrender it. Because I need my light to shine through you. Not to shine through you and your baggage. I want you to let go. So, I think Emma's going to play on the music for a while. And I want to ask you to do something, I want to ask you to do something which, uh, bold as well. You know, back, uh, back at the conference, um, I can't remember who it was, stood up and said, those people struggling with sexual immorality, stick your hand up. And I think, I'm thinking, oh my golly, this is he- that's, that's pretty heavy. And, and people, <laughs> hands went up, and people went forward for prayer. Don't be ashamed of stuff you're dealing with, because we're all dealing with it. It's all the same. It's all just baggage, and it all just needs to be surrendered. It's the same when God asks you to, Surrender for the first time. I remember my first time. I was terrified. Sitting there in the inner battle inside of me. That hand quivering to go up. Is that there are times to be bold. And there are times when the spirit is moving. And that's the time to stand up and be counted. So, Emma's going to play. And... You feel like you need some prayer. Come up. At least Cassie's here. And we'll, and we'll pray for you. Um, it's always a good start. Good. Good. Thank you. So, so let's, just, let's just not miss the moment. Um, you know, on the one hand, everybody, everybody in this room, it's applicable to us. Eh? Um, all of us need to surrender. Um, and there will be different ways in which we need to surrender. So... I'm just going to lead us in a prayer where, where we all um, surrender. And then after that, if you want some more, like, just people to, 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 to stand with you as you need to maybe make that difficult uh, telephone call. Maybe, maybe there's somebody that you need to forgive. Or maybe, maybe there's something you need to open up about. But, but you've been wrestling this thing for years. Then just raise your hand and say, I need prayer. All right. So, so that's going to be the second step. So, so let's, just, let's just pray together as a, as a start, and then, we'll, and then we'll go into ministering to one another. So Lord Jesus, this morning as, as we are together and we, we're listening to this word of surrender, which we do believe that you are speaking, um, Lord, we want to say, here we are. We surrender all. Um, Lord, our life is not our own. We have been bought with a price. Won't you have our all. And Lord, here I am, uh, and, and it's not as if I'm separate from any, anybody else in this room, Lord. Unless all of us surrender, we are not a surrendered people. So Lord, here I am. Here we are. Oh Lord, won't you possess us to the full? Just, just take control of everything. We are yours, Jesus. Our times, our plans, our, our, our families, our future and past, our desires, our fears, here they are, Lord. We don't want to be tasting like baggage. Help us, Jesus. Help us, Jesus.